0: Well, hello, and welcome to episode 11 of the PATH Podcast. I am Jason. I'm Derek. Uh, And we are coming to you um, per our social distancing protocols. Um, So uh, the PATH Podcast will look a little different, and it may sound a little different for a couple of weeks. Um, But if you've never been to my or to Derek's office, welcome. This uh, This is what they look like right here. Um, and we are coming to you. Look at that. Thank you, Vanna. I appreciate that. Vanna Fielder. Uh, and, uh, uh, and so we'll, um, we'll be coming to you here uh, like this for a couple of weeks. Um, but wanted to let you know about a couple of things uh, really quick. Uh, number one, um, we miss you guys. <laughs> um, it's, it, it stinks not being able to be together uh, physically. Um, but at the same time, we're also very appreciative of the interaction that we are having uh, with with all the digital stuff. And so I'm really excited about that. But because of everything that's going on with social distancing and 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 all that kind of stuff, I wanted to let you know about a couple of changes in our upcoming schedule. Uh, first off, um, we had a service for Good Friday, which is April the tenth, uh, planned for that evening. Uh, we're going to now, cancel that service. And we, we will we'll have a big Good Friday service next year. Um, but, uh, but on that Good Friday, uh, I'll be posting a video just to get our thoughts oriented toward the cross and what Jesus did there uh, and, and, uh, and singing a couple of songs together. Uh, but just want to let you know that if you were planning to come to that service, we're not going to be having that. Um, and then Derek is going to share a little bit about what's going to happen on Easter morning for us.
1: Yeah, so we could not um we could not imagine not meeting together for Easter Sunday in some fashion, right? And so uh right now our city has uh created an ordinance uh and we appreciate them and all the hard work they're doing. Uh shout out to Mayor Andy Arnold and yeah. many others uh there, city council members. We have Church members there, Beecher uh, and uh, but we also, you know, just all those uh, folks working there. We know that they're tirelessly trying to figure out the best thing for our community, uh, and so we we support what what they what they're doing. We support that uh, ordinance, and uh, they're trying to help us social distance. They're help, helping us not to further spread. Uh, coronavirus, and so thank you so much. So next time you see a, a council member, you give them a high five. Hopefully by then it'll be socially appropriate to do that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can just give them an air, air, uh, an air high five. So, uh, But because of that ordinance that um, uh, says that no groups of over 10 should meet um, together or gather together through April 23rd, that Easter's right in the middle of that. And so we, we know we can't meet like what we'd hope we'd be able to, but, but we are going to meet on our campus that day on the premises of our church that day. Uh, And you may say, well, how can you do that and still remain uh, not in a group of 10 or more? And and, uh, we're going to do drive in church on Sunday morning, Easter Sunday at 930. So uh, you'll drive to the church parking lot. Uh, we're gonna set up so that we can overflow into um, into the, high school, the old high school parking lot. And uh, we're gonna have a service, man, um, underneath the children's portico, uh, but you are all gonna be in the parking lot in your cars and uh, we're going to get to wave at each other if nothing else on Easter Sunday. Uh, that that day we'll also live stream a service for ten thirty. Uh, it's probably going to be a pre-recorded service uh, to do that, uh, just so that we can logistically do both nine thirty and ten thirty. We will have to do a, a bunch of running around trying to get everything set up for ten thirty. Uh, but that's one way that we we thought, man, we Easter Sunday we have to meet together if we possibly can and that's our answer to be able to do that and so we invite you to be it's going to be a unique opportunity uh we invite you to invite some folks uh uh they may have to you know uh, we're we're praying that man there's just cars everywhere but we are uh maintaining our appropriate distance from one (laughs) another too so um i don't know jason you want to say anything else about easter sunday and what we're trying to do
0: yeah, no, I think it's gonna be great. Um, I'm really excited about it. I'm all for being different and unique. Um, but uh I, I think too, just just to make sure everybody knows that does comply with our city's ordinance. We we have checked with that um to make sure. So
1: And we got the A OK from them as well. So that's they right. Said that would be in compliance and uh it would be good for us to do that. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly right. Um, I'm looking forward to it. And
0: it'll be, I, I think that, um, you know, in this time, it's very, it's very easy to start feeling isolated um, with having to be socially distant. And I think just being able to see each other, um, yeah. I, I, you know, it's funny, we had, there was somebody that came by the church earlier today, and I loved his comment that he made that when all this is over and done with, we're going to have like a 10 minute long greeting time at our first service that we can, we can touch each other again. Um and uh and and so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um it, it's hard for me an extrovert to just be uh not being able to interact with people. And so um I, I'm I'm really looking forward to that. I think it'd be a great opportunity for us to worship together. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And just yeah, and I'm an introvert and it's hard for me too. So <laughs> <laughs> well there you go, yeah. It's hard for everybody out here, guys. It really yeah,
0: it really is. Yeah. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Well, um Then I'm going to, we're going to dig into our text for today then for this week. Um, This is, uh, we're going to be looking at the first half of John chapter 19. uh, And this is going to be where Jesus is being delivered over to be crucified. Uh, So I'm going to read John chapter 19, verses 1 through 16, the first half of of 16. and, uh, And then we'll discuss some things here in just a minute. So follow along with me, John chapter 19, verse 1. Then Pilate took Jesus and flogged him. And the soldiers twisted together a crown of thorns and put it on his head and arrayed him in a purple robe. They came up to him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews! And they struck him with their hands. Pilate went out again and said to them, talking to the Pharisees, See, I am bringing him out to you that you may know that I find no guilt in him. So Jesus came out wearing a crown of thorns and a purple robe. Pilate said to them, Behold the man. So Pilate said to him, will you not speak to me? Do you not know that I have authority to release you and authority to crucify you? And Jesus answered him, you would have no authority over me at all unless it had been given to you from above. Therefore, he who delivered me over to you has the greater sin. From then on, Pilate sought to release him, and the Jews cried out, if you release this man, you are not Caesar's friend. Everyone who makes himself a king opposes Caesar. So when Pilate heard these words, he brought Jesus out and sat down on the judgment seat at a place called the Stone Pavement, or in Aramaic, Gabbatha. Now, it was the day of preparation for the Passover, and it was about the sixth hour. And he said to the Jews, Behold your king. And they cried out, Away with him, away with him, crucify him. Pilate said, Shall I crucify your king? The chief priest answered, We have no king but Caesar. So he delivered him over to them to be crucified. Um, some really tense words to read. It's it's hard to, um, to, to hear this drama that's unfolding here, um, but just for a few minutes, um, we want to talk about um, this idea that keeps coming up over and over again in this passage, and that's the idea of authority. Um, and we see that from a couple of different angles. Um, but uh, Derek, I want you to talk to us over a second because you had brought up a, a, a an idea to me or, or something that you had read about the fact that um, let's let's talk about for just a second all the laws that are already being broken by the Pharisees at this point.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. I, I was reading um, in one of the commentaries as I'm I'm studying through John. Uh, this one is written by Chuck Swindoll, particularly and uh I would encourage you to maybe check that out look it up i I won't speak to every one of those things individually, but this whole scene this drama as you as you spoke about uh these it's funny because even in chapter eighteen uh they they didn't want to go to the um um they didn't want to enter the headquarters uh of the of pilots governor you know the governor's headquarters because they wouldn't be able to eat the passover right no here it says uh, that they said, uh, we have a law, the Jews replied to him, and according to that law, he ought to die. Mm. You know, it's very interesting that they 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 pick and choose what they want to follow and what they don't, when in fact, the fact that they gathered together uh, late at night under the guise of, of night and took Jesus, you know, went to the garden with Judas and took him away from that place and put him on trial. Uh, that was against the law. That was against their law. I mean, that's actually against Mosaic law, not just law that the Pharisees kind of added to Mosaic law. I mean, these are actually things that it, would, it was wrong to do according to the law, but they were very you know, intentional about certain laws. Well, we can't kill him. You know, that's, that's a law that, He ought to die according to our law, but we can't do it. We need you to do it. Um, We can't enter your headquarters because we want to take the Passover meal. We talked about last week, you know, how that's, you know, here they are taking the Passover meal when Jesus, the Passover lamb is actually being crucified. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, they were very picky and choosy about what laws they could practice, which ones they could could not, you know, and, and I think, you know, all along what we see there is that they, God was not their authority. They were their authority, you know, they said, well, we'll follow this law, but not this law. We'll follow this thing that accommodates something we want to do, but we won't follow this thing over here. You know, it's, it's, it's like they wanted, um, you know, Pilate to be, uh, their scapegoat for them really you know and right, so right. Uh, they were like well we have this law and this law and that but we need you to do this and uh, it was really all a mess and but but it really points to what Jesus knew all along where Jesus said you brood of vipers you whitewashed sepulchers you uh you know you 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 put a put a great picture on the outside but on the inside you're dead you know and uh we, we just see unfolding before us where these religious leaders, these so called god men uh were really more about themselves than they were about the God that they served,
0: yeah, I think you're right i, I um the this whole idea of um like it, the the Pharisees very much the chief priests very much had this agenda that they wanted to advance, but they didn't want to be seen as Pushing forward their agenda. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, you see that in uh, the way that they approach Pilate, and they're like, "Hey, this man needs to die." Well, then put him to death. Oh no, no, no! We we're not going to do it. We want you to do it for us. Right. Um, and then you see that in this in, in this passage here, where um, you know they say, "If if there was nothing, if there was no guilt in him, we wouldn't have brought him here." So you just need to deal with it and figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet, through all of it, there's like um, you see there's just like, um, authoritative posturing, I guess is the best way to put it. Um, where, you know, the, the chief priests are, they're putting themselves up as we're, we're the righteous ones here. We're the ones who's doing all the, all the right things. And this man is clearly wrong. So we need to get rid of him. Uh, and it, I don't want to, I'm not going to, I don't want to fall victim to give Pilate a pass and that he wasn't really involved in this. But at the same time, it seems to me as you read through this, that Pilate is like, what, what, what is, what is going on here? Like what, I don't know what you want me to do. This guy's not broken any laws as far as I can see. I don't know what you want me to do. Um, and so, uh, I think, I think what we see here is that in the whole situation, um, really what happens is that that we, we see the chief priest's hearts being exposed more than anything else. Mm -hmm. Um, in that they, they they claim to be so close to God and they think they're doing God's work, but they've been far from God for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so maybe it, speak to that for a second about how we're getting this um, expose of, of the, uh, of the chief priest's hearts in this passage.
1: Yeah. And I would say, you know, I would say this really ties into our own lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, where we place our authority or who, in whom we place our authority, yeah like the authority over our, our life uh, who who we in, in a lack of a better term right now, but who we give the the rightful post you know posturing ourselves underneath their authority is where our heart is, yeah. you know like our heart mm-hmm. follows, right like, so we see and what I mean by that is that these Pharisees, you see where their heart really is by who they are letting be in authority over their life. Jesus, no way, you can't be in authority over our lives. That, yeah. That's maybe even the biggest problem they had with Jesus was that, oh, you say this, that you're God's son and no, 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 no. That means you would be our authority. And we, we're, that's, we're not letting that happen, you know? Yeah. Um, so w- we see their heart, their heart was really on themselves. Caesar wasn't their authority. Pilate wasn't their authority, even though all these names are being thrown out. They would tell you that God was their authority, right? Right. But really, they were not following God in any way, form or fashion. Uh, it was um, uh, as as uh, Timothy, uh, one of the Timothy epistles, says that uh, people in our day would um, you know would express mm-hmm. as God as. Um, As God, but would have no form to it at all. That's what it was for them. They, 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 they by their mouth professed Christ or professed God, God's authority, not Christ's authority, but God's authority. But in their life, there was no form to or substance to it. Yeah. Um, and so we run the risk. We run the risk also of saying, "Hey, where's our authority?" Ultimately, their authority was themselves. Yeah. Priests, the Pharisees. Uh, their own rules and regulations and thoughts and ideas uh the political uh the political prowess that they had gathered and gained through through this um really illicit affair with rome you know and the and the 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 relationship they had uh, they had gained power they had gained uh notoriety and they liked it you know and so they wanted their own authority and i think that's why they did um what you're what you said and i totally agree is that they wanted to push forward this agenda but all the time maintaining their um making it look like they you know were still good and 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 needing to be followed and those kind of things
0: yeah yeah i think that they they very much had this this um persona that they wanted to project to to the people around them of yeah we're these super pious righteous figures um where we're so close to god and yet they're underhandedly doing all these things to to gain power for themselves and um you know unfortunately uh that that's not stopped in the world i mean you you see that even today just in the last i mean you look back at the last year of stuff that's happened even within our own convention of things the things that have come out where people have have in the name of pastoring have mm-hmm. done things in a way that um that that were underhanded and ungodly just so that they could maintain their power you know right. um and and, and i don't say that to scare anybody but i'd say that to let's be cautious you know um yeah. of of how we let our hearts be led because our hearts are deceitful above all things. And that's what the Bible tells us. And, um, and so we have to, you have to be careful of that because if you're not giving that authority to God, where, you know, where that authority rightly should be, then we, we make, um, as, as Matt Chandler says, we, we make very crummy gods Mm -hmm. and that, uh, we, and yet the bent of our own heart is to put ourselves in that position of God and, and we're going to be horrible at that every time. <laughs> There's, there are no exceptions to that.
1: So. Yeah, absolutely, man. You know, um, yeah, I agree with you about pilot, you know, I, you know, I don't want to give him a complete pass, but I would, I always kind of thought, man, this guy really kind of got snookered into this. You oh know? yeah. Yeah. Uh, and of course he washes his hands of it. Right. Uh, which, you know, his, doesn't, doesn't help anything at all. But, um, uh really these Pharisees and, and those guys were the were really the the ones pushing you yeah. know this idea of uh we gotta get rid of this guy, this Jesus. Uh, you know, it's interesting God I mean of course you know ultimately nothing happens outside of God's uh God's will. And so Jesus um knew all along he's gonna be crucified. He's crucified uh not just because a bunch of Pharisees got mad at him but because he was going to uh be the propitiation for our for our sins you know and yeah. uh, the the substitute for us and uh it's you know God uses uh a situation that that men seem to think they control but God like usurps any authority they may falsely yeah. think that they have and uses it for his good and his glory and Ultimately, Jesus' death that's why Good Friday is called Good Friday, is because uh, it, w- it was good what happened there because Jesus, you know, God used it uh, to bring about redemption for sin, you know. So, yeah,
0: yeah, you're exactly right. I, I, um, you know, I look back at uh, at just the way, um, to, to go back to your first point you just made the, about Pilate's role in all this, um, and Pilate has always come across to me as a very confused guy in, in his passion because, you know, he, he goes out and he's like, hey, listen, you know, I, I beat the guy up. Um, I let my guards do what they wanted to. And, like, I, I'm, uh, he's not done anything wrong. Like, I'm just going to hand him back over to you. And then, and then when, the, when, the, when the chief priest say, oh, no, no, he, he's made himself the son of God. And, like, you, I can almost picture Pilate going back in going, who are you, man? Like, what are the, these people, I don't even know who you are. And these people are telling me that you're doing all this stuff. And, and then, and, and Jesus has no answer for him. And so like, imagine his complete, just like flusteredness in the situation. He's like, you, are you like, you're not even going to say nothing to me. Like typically people who come to me, they have some sort of defense that they're coming to me with. You're not going to say anything to me. Um, and so it, it's, well, you know, obviously Pilot could have taken a stand, I guess, to say, "Hey, listen, I'm not doing this." Um but instead, he just says, "Listen, I'm just I'm not going to be a part of this. You guys do what you want to do. I'm not going to be a part of it." Um, and so again, not giving him a pass, but at the same time, I can understand why Pilot was so confused with the situation, you know. Well,
1: I mean, really Pilot, he's playing he's playing middleman in the worst possible way, you know. He's right he's right. he is uh, really uh a proconsul he's you know he he's he's just a a guy uh doing whatever caesar has said right for yeah. this particular area uh you know he's a viceroy you know i mean that's all he is for yeah. jerusalem and then uh the the pharisees and, and and the chief priests are pushing him on the other side so he's just kind of caught in the middle in the worst way you know Uh, But it's funny because in some way he still thinks he has authority. And he says, he says, do you refuse to speak to me? Don't you know that I have the authority to release you and the authority to crucify you? And I love what Jesus says because Jesus brings in this thing that Pilate has no idea about, this authority. He doesn't even know is an authority over his life. I think that's the truth for all of us is that we can play all day long like we are in charge or in control. or uh, really anything. But at the end of the day, it's really what Jesus says that is truth. He says, you would have no authority over me at all. If I hadn't been given, if it hadn't been given you from above, this is why the one who handed me over to you has the greater sin. So what Jesus is saying is that, uh, look, no, you don't have authority over me. Yeah. if You think you have authority at all. It's only because God who has ultimate authority has given you this situation you're in right now. Um, and so, you know, I think it's important for us to remember, we may think that we're in charge and control, but at the end of the day, God is still in control, uh, and in charge. And, you know, we are only able to do what we're able to do because grant God grants that, uh, opportunity to us. Uh,
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think you're absolutely right. Um, and, and that, I think that that ultimately is where we sort of come to the end of of our passage here today. In that Jesus is delivered over to be crucified, and um, and and we shouldn't be surprised by that because from the beginning, for really from from Genesis chapter three, <laughs> yeah. everything in the Bible has been leading up to this point. Yeah, and um, and, and I think again a great point here is that the one who is in control of all things is the one who's at the middle of the thing here that looks like he has no control from a human right. standpoint. He is, Jesus is the one who's in control of all of this. This is exactly where he wanted the path to lead himself. It's exactly, he knew exactly what he was coming to do. He was, as you, as you mentioned uh, in your sermon last week, that, that, that he was born for this. He was born into the world for this purpose. Um, and, and it leads us up to what is really the climax of uh, of this whole path uh, that we've been on for the last ten weeks mm-hmm.
1: yeah and and you know I mean yeah who the the God who holds all things in his hands was about to allow his hands to be crucified to the cross yeah, you know? yeah. Um, our the the head the authority of of God's people, the Jesus Christ, the head was about to have thorns thrust into his, the scalp, his head. Yeah. Um, in this moment, yeah, it's, it's this beautiful picture of, uh, this God who is supreme, allowing himself to be, um, butchered and battered. Uh, and ultimately we know it's not in this passage, but ultimately know the reason that is, is so that, uh, you and I don't have to stand in that place. You and I can't have forgiveness. You and I can have uh, freedom because he was willing to stand in our place there. Yeah. He came like us uh, and then was crucified. Yeah. All great points. Um,
0: I think that's gonna kind of draw our discussion for today to a close. Um, but now we turn it back over to you. We'd love to hear... Uh, your ideas. Tell us, about, um, tell us about how you have felt God's authority in your life. We'd love to have some discussion on that point. Um, but uh, if you'd like to get in touch with us, you can do that through any of the social media platforms Facebook, Instagram. You can comment on um, uh, the YouTube video. Uh, you can also email us at the at LafayetteFirst.life. Uh, we'd encourage you to take advantage of all of those opportunities so that we could interact together. Um, but we hope that you're staying safe Uh, continue to socially distance yourself uh, in this time Uh, but until next time I am Jason I'm Derek and we will see you next time on the path podcast thanks for tuning in